Hello, Sunshines. You're tuning into another podcast with Makia Brooks. And as you know, on Mondays, we're talking about nothing but business and financial literacy. So before you get into the podcast, I need you to stop. I need you to stop right here and do me a favor. Let's get those ratings up. Let's get the reviews up. And then I need you to subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Once you subscribe, then you can push play and listen. After you have listened, I need you to share this podcast. So, let's get into the podcast. Hello, Sunshines. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast. And as you know, today is Monday, so you already know that we're coming with you with business or financial literacy. As you know, if you've been paying attention to social media or you've been following me on Instagram or maybe Facebook, you will already know that it's Monday and today is what, August the 3rd, and we have a special guest. Today, we're going to be having Travis Howard. If you don't mind, Travis, could you give us a little introduction of yourself? Um, absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, as you mentioned, my name is Travis Howard, and um, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I run a business for a corporation. Um, I have a consulting business, uh, as well as being involved in brokering of deals for uh, higher end luxury vehicles. So I, I got my hands in a little bit of everything, but it's all, you know, towards you know gaining my financial wealth and putting myself in a position to take care of my family. So that's a little bit Amen. about me. Okay, I like that. So, um, as y'all know, the topic for today is black men dealing with poverty, poverty, and I really wanted to talk about this, um, Travis, because as you can see, with even with the pandemic, you have women that are really on it. They're starting businesses. They're finding out what wealth is, but you don't really hear um, a lot of discussions about black men coming from out of poverty or you don't really hear a lot of people discussing uh giving men like the like the what's the word i want to use like the actual plug or you know giving them ways to Mm -hmm. come out of that but you hear women you have women empowerment you have women seminars and you have all of these things going on but you don't really see that for a lot of men So I really wanted to bring that up and I think it will be an interesting topic for women to also listen to for those who are single and you, because I was looking at something online and it was saying how black women normally marry to men that has a low income. And I was, I was looking at that and I was like, that is crazy. Like in today's society, most women are marrying guys who has no knowledge of coming out of poverty or no knowledge dealing with increasing their wealth. So it's very rare for a woman to find a man that has his head on straight when it comes to finances, it's normally the woman. And then I was also reading online where you have a, a lot of marriages ending because of the struggle of poverty. And so I really wanted to talk about this topic so that women can listen as well as men can get you know, info on that. But the question I really want to ask is, what is some advice that you can give men who are, because 
if we really look at it, black men are taught to be providers in all right. areas, whether that's for their immediate family or their children or their, their wife and children. Black men are taught to be providers. So we're already in a time where black men are dealing with a lot. You got the police brutality. You got all of these things going on. And black men are faced with a lot of things. And what is some advice that you can give black men who are working job to job or who are trying to change their life around coming from a place where all they know is the streets? You know, what is some advice that you can give black men? Okay, well, it, it um it, it's it's definitely levels to it, and so I want to try to unpack it in in a way that it can be understood by by anyone that may that may hear. Um, I believe that as a man thinketh, uh, so shall he become, and so your mind is the first thing that has to be changed. And so I have a theory, um, and and it, uh, it's a hashtag, and I and I talk about it often. The the it, it's the survive mentality versus the thrive wow. mentality. Okay. Uh, and, and so the hashtag is survive or thrive. And basically what it speaks about is we've been conditioned to do things to get by. Wow. Okay. Uh, and those things we call uh, MWAs, they're minimum wage activities. Wow. Okay. And so when your mentality is geared towards how do I get to my next you don't look at the long run. You don't look at the marathon. Everything becomes a sprint. And so uh, that that hits a lot of different things. And so the first piece of advice that I would give is identify whether you have a survive mentality or a thrive mentality. And then once you understand that or once you know where you start, then we can chart a course to get you to where you need to be. Wow. Okay. I actually like that, the thrive mentality, because you're absolutely right. Um, and you know what's so crazy? I've asked numerous of men before we actually started the recording, what is they thought on black men and poverty? And a lot of the answers was, I'm just trying to survive. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because it's it's like you said, you hit the nail on the head, it's conditioning. Um, it, I, I gave an analogy on, on a video that I posted on my Facebook a while back um, of, a, of a stray animal. If you have meat outside of a, the house um, and a stray animal comes by yeah. there and eats it, what is that animal going to do? He's going to return mm-hmm. every time until that is no longer a, a source right. for food. He's never going to think about where or how can I generate food for myself. That stray animal, because he's been surviving for so long, it's going to go for the sure thing. And so you add on to that the the the, the uh, other effects of a survive mm-hmm. mentality. What do you think happens if another dog trespasses on what has become his eating wow. source? Then you have a combative nature. And so in our community, we've been taught to survive. And that survival has taught us to be combative with our own who are just searching for the same thing that we're searching for. We're look, we're all looking to eat uh, as what as we call it. And, it, and it's even even the, the, the verbiage that we use is very, very interesting because we're just trying to eat. And so that would that would indicate that we starve. Wow. And we're nothing more in a lot of in a lot of different ways 
the uh, than, than a straight animal in, 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 at times because we fight against each other and we're just going for that quick meal. Wow. Yeah, that sense. makes a lot of sense. Absolutely a lot of sense. You know, because when I was asking uh, the black men that I knew and I was asking them, you know, what are your thoughts towards black men dealing with property? And they was bringing up surviving. And I was like, you know, I get it that it's about surviving, but wouldn't you want to learn past just only surviving, learning to where you're gaining knowledge and wisdom about how to build wealth, you know? And I think it's about shedding light in the areas where just in the black community where we have been uh, darkened have have had darkening mm-hmm. for so long because when you look at it in black communities you have so many dysfunctional things going on for instance you have you know young men being raised up in a home where they're living with their mother and there's no father presence or you li- right. we're, we're bringing up we're coming up in a community where now you have you know race well white people i'm just going to be honest white people that are coming up front about how they really feel about the black community and then you have mm-hmm. black men trying to provide for their families in a way to where you know it's not it's not contradicting who they are as a man and then on top of that you right. have so many things going on and we and it's go beyond you know just physical attributes this is like mental this is like generational passed down and it's poverty passed down through generation we saw our mother do it we saw our father do it and it becomes a thing to where it becomes a cycle to where it's like this is all i know is to survive working job from job this is all i know is hustling this is all i know so if it's all i know how do a person that is raised up in a environment where all they know is job to job or all they know is hustling all they know is just the basic fundamentals of just surviving when it comes to finances how does a black man just uh get to a position where they are able to break you know break that generation pass down of poverty how do we break that in the community that's the real question so what what we what you have to do and again we 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 have to keep the, the the focus for for the listeners on the the mind frame that we have okay and so once you again you establish that you don't want to just get by you want to thrive then you get to to where you really realize that it's a game it's a system that has been put in right. place and when you look at it as such you have to realize that in any game if you're using video games or board games there are certain rules that you must operate right. within uh, there's a certain objective that you must try to accomplish and then there are opposers that are in place or oppressors that are in place to keep you within the confines and if you step outside the box and this happens or if you get if you move too fast mm-hmm. this happens and so once we realize that it's a game we have to understand that it's built for us to lose and so we have to become code breakers we have to become the the uh, the walking cheat code to be able to 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 break the game and to be able to get get outside of the mold and so uh, a, a man especially a black man who has clarity of thought and has decisiveness in action is a walking cheat code it is extremely difficult for a system set up to to to, to make you lose to continue to hold you down because you're no longer operating within the parameters. The expectation is to put this music in front of you 
that glorifies one thing, put this job in front of you that's going to keep you bound for 40 years and just keep you to where you're getting by to where you can retire on 40% or 70% of your income. And then you retire and then you've wasted all your yeah. youth working. It, it, it You get to realize, you know what, I can, I can outthink mm -hmm. this system and then I can go back and start helping other people. Because I tell you, a lot of times the most selfish people are not selfish they are just living from lack wow and so if all you have is enough to feed you for today the reason you're not sharing is because sharing means death but when you get to where you have an abundance that's when you start to open up and you can start to you know start to reject that crab in a bucket mentality but you, the thing that people fail to realize about that crab in a bucket mentality is everybody knows if you're if you stay in that bucket you wow. die absolutely that oh yeah, that, is, that makes a lot of sense, hundred percent. So I hope those who are listening is gaining all this information. Even if you are a woman and you are listening, and you know, I get a, I well, I get backlash for me as one. I'm 28. Well, I just turned 28, and I have <laughs> like a lot going on. I have a lot of things going on, and one thing <laughs> that, and I have shined a light where I do mentoring. Um, young women mm -hmm. and as well as older women even some that are older than me and I always put it out there that don't settle you know in Absolutely. even though like and I get the backlash especially from men that because of my standards and I teach this to my mentees um, even because of my standards when it comes to finances, like if I'm working on my finances and I hope some woman is this to this, if I'm working on my finances and I am making sure I don't have that, I don't want to marry nobody that got there or you not trying to work on it. And I think for black mm -hmm. men, we have, well, black men has become to the point where it's like, for instance, I was having a conversation with a friend and, you know, he lacked knowledge you know doing dealing with his credit and you know mm -hmm. i was trying to give him the information because i work with a company where we do credit repair and i was trying to give him the information and help him out but the he was saying that he fear he fear and this is the things that i go through with black men and i get the backlash from it where you're too good or etc mm -hmm. he was saying that he fear um from a perspective of someone trying to use him or someone trying to make him feel as if he's better than anybody he don't want to be put in a positioning to where oh my god what's the word i want to use he don't want to be put in a positioning to where now that he got it together or he got his credit score together or he can go get things he don't want to have his friends think because you know street mentality friends think that he right. got it better than them he don't want to be a show off and i guess with with me you know i have nice things i'm only 28 i have nice things and that's because i work hard for everything i have and the one of the questions that's come for me is oh you're bougie or oh you want absolutely i want the best things in life because i work hard for it and i get the back <laughs> i get the backlash of you too good today and i just want some woman out Sorry to interrupt your listening, Sunshines, but I need you to go support Nikki Lynn. That's N I K I 
Lynn, L-Y-N-N. She has her very own planning business where she does event and more. She coordinates, plans events, make flyers, Snapchats, filters, and so much more. The name of her business is Aniquas Glam Events. All right, you guys, back to your listening. there that is listed is no don't ever let nobody make you think that you're too good for anything if they are thinking that it's because you're too good for them and they know that whatever you bring to the table they know that they are not able to handle what you bring to the table but why do men feel I guess from that positioning of coming from the streets or you know they have homeboys that they hang around and you know they lack knowledge Mm -hmm. when it comes to wealth and they have that the information accessible to them, but they don't want to have their friends think that they got it together. Where does that mindset comes from? And we're still talking about wealth. Okay, so there, there's there's two things. Um, so again, that that mind frame comes from people trying to again just survive, and so when when again you you you've operated on such a small amount of resources for for such a long time um then you you're essentially like you said you hit you hit the nail on the head again you're afraid you 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 are scared uh, of of when those limitations come off you know when you just like neo coming out of the matrix that's a that's a terrible right. sight because everything you've known has been this game everything you've known has been these boundaries that have in some ways although it oppresses you makes you feel some some sort of uh, of false confidence some sort of false comfort mm-hmm. um and, and i'll say two things um for that for that individual that is afraid to 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 rise because of what his peers are going to think it, it's two things i say one's biblical and one's just from common sense or or, or street knowledge or what have you um number one is uh, if you if you hang in the company of fools, you will suffer harm. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing is what it says in the in yeah. the Bible. Um, what the the other way to, to say that is if if you hang around ten broke people, you're gonna be the eleventh. That's 11th. right. And so everybody's not conditioned to go with you where you're headed. Just like when, when you get to the airport, you got to drop certain things off. Some things can't get on right. a plane and go with you to your next destination. Some things ain't fit to travel. That's right. And so sometimes friends and, and, and old old hangouts and, and, and old environments and different things, those things aren't fit to travel with you where you're headed. And so you have to you have to decide, do you sacrifice who you are now to become who you uh, want to be? And sometimes that's the friends. They're a part of who you were. Oh, that that is that is some good teaching right there, uh, because, I, I you know, I think we get to a position, even as you get older, we want to bring everybody with us. We want to make sure mm-hmm. the homeboys and, you know, all that we have hung around coming with us. But just like you said, if you're trying to get somewhere, there are just certain people that you will have to cut off. And I think it's the mentality of yeah. being alone or I don't want to be alone or. And the thing about God, he would never make you be in a position where you felt uh, well I won't say alone lonely uh, because there's a difference mm-hmm. between being lonely and alone I may be alone but I'm not lonely <laughs> so right. I think Absolutely. it's the, also the mentality of the suppressed mentality of dealing with it goes all the way back to mental health in black community where mental health is being pushed mm-hmm. under the rug we have become suppressed to where finances suppressed to dealing with emotions especially with black men I think from 
that perspective, black men are taught to be strong and, you know, be providers and look out for everybody, take care of everybody, all of those things. And so trying to leave somebody behind and, you know, being in a position where you have to press forward without the homeboys that you grew up with or without the people that you hung around Mm -hmm. or you really have to change your lifestyle, it becomes a fearful thing. It really does. I I agree. I agree. And and, and also when you mentioned the, the Bible, it says that um, you know, one of the most important things or in all things get an understanding. And so even though those things about being alone uh or being in numbers, you know, you've heard things people say they're strength in numbers and the, the Bible even speaks of that as well. Uh it says that it's not good for man to be alone, right. you know, for when you're alone, if you fall, there's no one to help That's you right. up, etc. But but we're taught only a fraction of the understanding yes. needed to understand what strength really is um strength is not always isolation and holding all the weight by yourself mm-hmm. sometimes strength is asking for help yeah sometimes strength is crying mm-hmm. you know when we're taught being strong is not showing any emotions and so it's again it's it's all misdirection it's all you know, trying to keep us trapped mentally. Because I tell you, if we can ever escape from the mental prison, our bodies and our actions and things of that nature will follow. We are we are a, a, a sum of all of our decisions. We're a sum of our actions. And all of those things from the uh, start from the way we think. That's right. You know, um, we have no other choice but to become what we think of ourselves. Wow. And so that's why, you know, I, I believe uh, wholeheartedly in speaking life into people. I believe wholeheartedly in words of affirmation. Right. Because if you tell somebody something long enough mm-hmm. and then they start to see evidence of it, then they will believe that they're kings and they will believe that they're whatever you would, would want to call them that's positive. But if we always are, 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 are hitting them with a the negative rhetoric, uh, that, that you that you're this or you're that or you are you are a pimp or what whatever yeah. people subscribe to, that's the behavior that you're gonna pattern yourself after. And so we we gotta change our minds more than anything else. We have to think different. That's right. That's right. And that's why I am pursuing um, becoming a therapist because I really want to change the stigma when it comes to mental health with dealing dealing within our black communities because for so long, you know, we are taught to suppress our feelings and when, when you are taught to suppress your feelings or you're taught to deal with certain things in a way that is toxic to oneself, mm-hmm. it has a whole it plays a part on your how you think when it comes to your money it has a whole process and and it has um, a way of dealing with how you think when it comes to marriage or relationship it has a whole play it plays a part in how you think when it comes to you know self and healing and etc so it's very Mm -hmm. important to change how you think but it comes to a point where how do you change how you think when you you're supportive in well support in the community that you live in thinks the same way <laughs> so well i i agree and so so what happens is when you when you <clears throat> excuse me when you start to see more and, and it's about exposure to answer the question directly mm-hmm. when you start to see more and you start to see that there is more and then when you start to see that people that look like mm-hmm. me 
can have achieved this or I see people in mansions like in the neighborhood mm-hmm. that that I've uh, I've traveled through uh, in Atlanta uh, and in this area when you drive through and, and you're talking five and six and eight hundred thousand dollar houses million dollar houses there's black kids in the front yard mm-hmm. playing yes you know what I'm saying there there's things of that nature and so when you see something like that that you didn't see where, when you were growing up or wherever you came from you start to believe that it's possible and then it just starts from there identifying the fact that you know what this is where I came from but this is not who I am and and not the city or the location but the 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 social status or the or the financial status I came from being poor but I don't have to be poor I don't have to continue to be this I can you know start to grow in and and then legacy is another mm-hmm. thing you know once you once you, you first realize what you need for you and then once you grow to a place in maturity you start thinking about what you're going to leave for the people that come after you because of, of what they're going to need you know what i mean and so you start to think about what you're going to want for your children and what you're going to want for your other loved ones and that propels you to get into a different situation Just like i said when we first started the call my children and the people that mm-hmm. i care about are the main driving force. They're my why. And so I identify my why and then everything else is just putting one foot in front of the other. Wow. I Listen, I hope somebody is really taking all this information in and really listening closely because this is some good stuff. Um, and I wish we had more time to really dig deep into it because I like conversations like this because it causes listeners to really broaden up their thinking and really think about self and get self to a position of you know, where I'm at in life or how I deal with things, is this healthy or, you know, how can I change the way I see my finances? And then, you know, you have, you know, so many of us, far as black communities starting businesses. And from a black man perspective, what are some advice that you would give a black man who's either started a business, they're just in the beginning, or they have the thoughts of, starting the business and that can be a LLC um, or nonprofit just advice on you know with dealing with society and dealing with you know support and dealing with all of the things that comes with having a business well I won't say comes with having a business well that comes with all of the things that stand against a black man being successful with a business so what is some advice you would give a black man so I'm going to I'm going to give you a fact and then I'm going to answer your question. So 2008 was when the last major recession, the housing market crash, so on and so forth. So many companies were born from that crash. Right. OK, that was a, one of the greatest transferences of wealth uh, in, in, in American history. This is another wow. one um, because the money's not going That's away. Right. It's going and it's being pocketed or it's being pulled uh, in, in certain areas and so uh, opening a lot of businesses is extremely healthy that's why I became a, a, a business consultant that's one of my businesses because I want to help put people in position to where once you have the dream to open that business we all know that most small businesses fail within one year my goal is to position myself to where their business is my business and them winning is what I am there to help them do and so instead of having a specific business as in selling a product or whatever the case may be, I want to be available to provide information and to help people to navigate the things that they're going to go through financially. And so 
the the advice I have for any business uh, owner, whether you are a nonprofit or whatever the case may be, people will buy what you sell, but they will buy into why you sell. They will buy what you provide, but they will buy into why you provide. So for example, if you sell clothes, they will purchase those clothes. But if you sell clothes because your goal is to have, you know, send uh, 40% of the proceeds to uh, a specific charity, people can buy mm-hmm. into that. And that's where branding comes yes. from. When people understand who you are, not just the product that you sell, that's where branding mm-hmm. and, and you know, certain things, certain taglines, like just do it and, and, and so on and so forth. People stood behind like Colin Kaepernick, for example, the the Nike stock went up X amount of percent, um, you know, probably hundreds of millions of dollars once they announced that they signed him. But they decided to align behind mm-hmm. his why. He wasn't even a football player anymore. He wasn't even in the league anymore when they gave him the contract. But they aligned behind the reason he is and not what he is and so business owners from the beginning to the to the end of it you got to identify yes you got to have a product you got to have service so on and so forth but you got to have a why you got to have a mission you have have something that you're aiming to do and get people to buy into it and understand your story your business and your products will sell themselves and you know i i say that a lot to so many business owners (laughs) Because, you know, I think, mm-hmm. and this is a whole total different conversation, but, you know, and yes, I see a lot of, of us Blacks starting um, businesses, but you have a lot of hustles, and I don't knock nobody hustles, but I'm talking to the ones that are really, you know, starting your business for the long run, and this is an empire for you. This is something that you really see yourself doing. So... I say what you just said so many times in my podcast about because mm-hmm. shine her light is my business, but my brand is me. And so mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, y'all are so focused on people buying, but take the buying mm-hmm. out the equation and get people to ask you why you started your business. If you can sell them with your mm-hmm. why, you have a consumer or a customer. 100% or supporter mm-hmm. and so I think absolutely I think we don't really think about that because I always I don't even care if you have an LLC you need a mission I, you need a mission you mm-hmm. need a mission you need a why like for instance my in, in just simple wording my brand that represents me is simple wording shining light in the darkness so others can see that tells a whole bunch of other stuff that I do with Shine Her Light that represents who I am so when people ask me why did you start Shine Her Light what is Shine Her Light and that's why on social media you know people see me when I even if I post a personal post it's something that has to do with glowing or sunshine because I'm branding myself this is what represents who I am and it was marketing my business and I tell this a lot to a lot of business owners because you need to get beyond buying. You have to have a mission. You Absolutely. have to have your why. And this and and you know this is how you network. You network with your why. And so. And to piggyback on that, you know, if you want to go from being a hustler. Sorry to interrupt your listening. I need you to go support another black business owner. Her name is Consuela Wilson. That's C-O-N 
S-U-E-L-A Wilson, W-I-L-S-O-N. She is a Mary Kay Beauty Consultant, independent Mary Kay Beauty Consultant. And she's having a 30% off sale on any item that you purchase. So head over to her Facebook page. That's Consuela Wilson. And I need you to purchase, buy something or support or share a post of any of the ladies that I've mentioned in the podcast. All right, you guys, back to your listening. To a businessman or businesswoman, if you want to turn your 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 income producing activity, your IPA, if you want to turn that from being a hustle to a business, having that why is critical when you're looking to recruit talent and so people will buy into why you're doing it and want to come join your team because it's not a business if you have to be there for it to run it's a a job job. and so you can be an entrepreneur that just employed yourself or you can be somebody who started a business and then you put people in position to win and then you leave and it still runs and you go start other business. That's right. But if you're giving yourself a lot of jobs, then you're spreading yourself too thin and you will never get that residual mm-hmm. passive income that you want that you want to really have. Yes. And you need seven streams at least to become a millionaire is the is the common That's knowledge. Right. And so if you got to this place, I got a good friend of mine um, who has a, a restaurant and he and he cuts hair and he he has a lot of different things mm-hmm. uh, going on and and what'll happen in a lot of instances with us is we will run ourselves ragged yes, we would we would ourselves out because we've been taught work harder mm-hmm. work harder work harder work harder it's about working smarter right. and so if you have to be the, the the main ingredient at everything you do you're a hustler. Yep. And hustle will burn out. And hustle can't be passed on to your children. Uh-huh. And that's why children don't have a up because we're not leaving legacy. We're not leaving things and we're not leaving an inheritance for our heirs. Oh, this is some good this is some good talk. Uh so I hope somebody is really listening to this and taking this all in. Um and it's funny that you said that because I, I told myself why me and God had a conversation. I told God that after Shine Her Light make it to a year. Cause we'll be a year in October, so after Shine Her Light makes it to a year, after a year, I've done everything to set Shine Her Light in order, and it's time to recruit some people to come and join. Um, so you have to, yes, I know some people when they start a business like this, that's their baby. They're scared to give it up. Well, give it up in a way to where they gotta mm-hmm. trust other people. But you need to have a plan where you establish your business to be exactly what you want it to be. So when it's time to recruit people, it's time to hire people. Or even if you decide just to start off with just, you know, hiring internships to help them get college hours. That's something. Hint, hint. <laughs> For those who are Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> hire interns. And think about it. They don't want to let that business go because they're just trying to survive. Uh, they haven't grasped that this is trying this is the goal of my business was for me to get ahead right. they're just trying to keep the business afloat they're trying to survive they're trying to get by yeah we got to change our mind so you hit the nail on the head i mean you've been spot on yeah this this is some good this is some good talk so i hope someone is really listening and taking all this information in because this is information that you know in the black community that we really need like i said we see mentorship for women but rarely do we see mentorship for men where they get this information straight on and 
they're actually getting the resources because all my mentees have resources that I have. Any connections that I have, they are automatically have. And so I don't know if right. we have like even in Blogville, you know, where where I stay, I don't know if we have like grown men having mentorship for other grown men. I, I know it's for right. younger men, but grown men need this too. You know, they need mentorship Absolutely. when it comes to finances and wealth and, you know, being free from, you know, suppressed emotions and dealing with mental health is something definitely needed and not just in the community that I stay in and you're from, but it's definitely in communities that is needed all over because we definitely need things like this. It'll help people stay married long. People are asking, how did, you know, your parents or grandparents stay married long? Well, what works for them is not going to work for, you know, the season that we're feeling in in this generation. So having those mentorships, right. having those things that is set in place for Black men and women can help you know, marriages last long, relationships, friendships last long because you can't build something off Absolutely. of off of something that is broken or toxic. And that's a whole nother conversation that I can talk about. Um <laughs> Absolutely. Because even even business is a relationship. Yes. Um, you know, marriage is a relationship. Mm-hmm. Parenting is a relationship. Right. You're you're you know, if you work for somebody, your clients that that you are looking for if you're an entrepreneur, all of it is about relationship and so yeah that's a that is branching off into another subject but i'm 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 here for it you know what i mean i because i i, I have such an eager passion to give back i have right. an eager passion to put people in position and, and 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 you know get them to where their eyes are starting to open mm-hmm. and that's why i started in like some of the credit repair and in, in my in my business consulting you know it's i want to open eyes i want to i want to show people some of the things that that's have been right. hidden from them to put them in position or that's keeping them out of position rather yeah absolutely you know and you know that's good what you're doing because black men need that black men and women need that and that's why even with i like shine her light is making it to a year and this is the way my mind thinks shine her light is making it to a year and i told god like okay after shine her light make it to a year i'm recruiting people i'm on to the next business because i've done all i had to do with shine her light far as like being in the position of where I'm establishing. Now I can put people in position to do what I, I taught by the God, the God learned how to do. Now I'm on to the next adventure right? <laughs> to establish that. Absolutely, so absolutely. I'm getting ready to launch the year, the anniversary year of Shine Her Light. On the same day, I'm launching Shine Her Light Academy where I will be focusing more on teaching business and financial literacy from a place of knowledge. Not so, so much of a place of this is mm-hmm. how you're going to get money, but from a place of knowledge because you can't get money in a place that you lack knowledge in. Absolutely. I mean, you spot on 100%. You have mm-hmm. to understand uh, in order to move That's ahead, you know? Right. Highly educated means highly mm-hmm. paid. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So I definitely enjoyed this conversation. Hopefully we can have more conversations off the record from the podcast. Cause I, you listen, I love conversations like this and maybe we can collab and do something uh, because I think this is something that a lot of black communities really do need. And it's a conversation that needs to be held because you do have a lot of businesses starting from a place of lack of knowledge. And like you said, you know, most businesses fall, you know, within that year bracket or after a year. So, 
you know, to keep things afloat and keep people, well, black people in a positioning where they are generating wealth. And I'm not talking about finances, just finances, but generating wealth for their children, generating Mm -hmm. wealth, breaking generation curses when it comes to establishing businesses and marriages and et cetera. You know, they gain this knowledge by you know people put being there being in a position that is willing to break those curses those generation pass downs and curses so maybe hopefully we can mm-hmm. have this type of conversation off the record you know outside of the podcast and collab on something because i really like conversations like this <laughs> yeah it's definitely a conversation that needs to be held back home and and me and uh, you know maybe about four or five of my uh professional uh colleagues over here from atlanta and and put on some 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 free seminars to where we would give this information away um you know and that's that's a part of the reason why i uh i started my my consulting firm uh because a a lot of times and you you said something that that resonated people start their businesses on pure passion on a pure desire mm-hmm. to give what it is that they feel like they have to give yeah. uh, but they lack all of the other things that keep the business afloat so when the passion runs out because the, the stress sets in and then the economic piece of the uh, of the business sets in and then the finances get strained that's when the businesses fail well that's my right. whole goal and my whole objective with my with especially with my small um, you know or my entrepreneur launch packages different things of that nature is to put them uh, in a position where I can help provide everything they need so that they can continue to focus on the passion. Absolutely. So that, that's the goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I like that. Well, you guys, as you know, we're running out of time, but I hope that y'all really enjoyed this podcast. It's a conversation that's well needed and I'm looking forward to whatever God is doing with uh what he's doing in your business and how he's doing it with your business i hope you took something out 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 of what travis said and myself said that will help your business that will help your relationships so if you haven't already i need you to go and subscribe to this podcast i also need you to review i need you to break i mean because what are you doing anyways you need to be giving shocker like all your attention <laughs> but no seriously you need to go and give us a rating get a, give us a review i am trying to get the ratings and reviewings up and i thank you to every supporter that is supporting now travis can you let the listeners know where they can follow you at and give them the services that you provide absolutely absolutely so on facebook it's just my name travis howard i have a business page that is t.d.howard enterprises um and again that's my facebook business page on instagram it's t.d.howard underscore enterprises um and so I, I, I offer a lot of services. Uh, again, I run a car dealership in the in the uh, on the east side of Atlanta where we uh, sell vehicles. I partner with a, a, a dealer to broker higher end uh, vehicles like your your anything from your Maserati to your Aston Martins and different things of that nature and, and all the way up the scale to food trucks or box trucks for small businesses, uh, school buses. It doesn't matter. We can get our hands on pretty much anything. Um, I have a business consulting um, firm where we try to f- specifically focus on small businesses who don't know the steps that it takes to get their business successfully launched. That's logos. That's helping them to identify their why, the branding, um, the financial, securing alternative funding, social media presences, all those different things with the with the colleagues that I have. 
um, you know, all the way over to financial advice. And so there's a lot of ways that uh, that I'm trying to to help my people. So uh, be on the lookout for TD Howard Financial. Um, my my consulting firm consists of a lot of different partners, TD Howard and Associates. And so be on the lookout. I, I'm going to be coming to a, a community near you, uh, trying to bless somebody as I've been blessed. Well, y'all, there you have it. If you're looking for any of those services, please follow him on the information that he provided. I will be putting that information and um, also linking your Facebook information in the social media post that I post. If you're following me on IG or Facebook, you need to be. Um, so I love you guys and I thank you for tuning in and peace out. Hello, sunshines. Remember to create sunshine in the darkness so that others can see.